2: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.
3: Happy hump day. Feels like the week is flying. I know. Can you believe it? Uh, Nice day again today. Sunny skies, a little warmer than yesterday, a little warmer than normal. High of 82, 57 now. Is this strike going to screw up? Tim's Hallmark Christmas. This writer strike. Oh my goodness! There are so many
4: Hallmark Christmas movies. Also, I could be a scab writer. I have so many Hallmark movie ideas. You do Hallmark. (laughs) If you're listening, call me. We'll start with the cherry farmer who moved away and then came back to save the family farm.
5: What? That's probably never been done. Love it. One cherry at a time.
0: That's
3: what it's called. I like where we're going here. I have ideas.
0: Is it in New Hampshire? Is it a-
3: It's in Traverse nice. City? Okay. Yeah. The cherry on top. Yeah. There That's cute. Mm. Nice Midwestern vibe. Ed Sheeran recorded a live album in fans' living rooms. We have the story and 98 Degrees. Are they mad at n This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. With a writer strike.
5: Yeah. And still going we've got ourselves a Christmas miracle. What? Even though the strike continues, Hallmark still has 40 all new original holiday movies in the pipeline for this year. Of yes, course, course I they did will. say 40. <laughs> 4040. Wow. wow. Did they already so, kick them off? Don't they start in like July now? <laughs> it feels like it, doesn't it? <laughs> Well, they did not break the strike or use scabs. They didn't even get exemptions. They just ramped up production when it became obvious that the strike was coming, which wasn't hard because, as one exec put it, Christmas is a year-round business at Hallmark. Yeah. So, you know, they're already. Lacey Chabert is
0: having her day. A year
5: ahead. They got a lot in
4: the can. As someone who loves these movies, you can tell that they, they film them quick. Mm-hmm. It th- most of them are they're one not, takes. They don't take a lot of shit. They're time. not months, you know. They're not going to you know no. Spain yeah. and shooting for right. nine months. Like, okay, right. let's do one. They're going to the outskirts of Toronto and they're filming it in about three weeks. Right, a two-hour movie takes three hours to film.
0: Right. It was two weeks. Where I remember when it, I think it was Nicolas Sheridan, and Mariah Carey. Mariah they Carey were one. here for like two weeks and that was it. Yep. Like it wrapped yep.
3: and cut. I think that's good. That let's was, move yeah, on. That good enough. That'll do. Yep.
5: Hey, so I the festivities. That <laughs> it kicks off October 20th.
3: All
6: right. With
5: checking it twice. Hmm. Here we go. A journeyman hockey player.
4: I was going to say, it's probably checking it spelled C Z E C H because ah. he's a Czech hockey player. No, it's not, but, no. that, would oh, man, but that would be clever. That would be
5: clever. But this hockey player falls for a real estate agent in a career crisis there you go. when he's traded to her hometown and moves into the cottage, her hockey-loving family's backyard. The cottage in her hockey-family-loving's
4: backyard. Oh, that's going to be a good one. Based on a true story by Tim Timmerman. I know it. It's going to be a good one.
5: Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Hockey, you're going to get hockey butt. You're going to get sexy Canadian accent. You're going to get Christmas.
5: This one's kind of interesting, too. This one is coming out in November on the 18th, A Merry Scottish Christmas. Now this features Lacey Shabert. Is it? Yeah, I just said that. Oh, just said She's having her day. She's in all of these. And Scott Wolf as (gasps) siblings. I love Scott Wolf. They were siblings on Party of Five. They played on Party of Five. Well, yeah, because
3: if you cast them as love interests, that would just be be too weird weird for the audience. But but they're brother and sister. Any uh, movies
4: with Tracy Gold in them?
5: I'm sure. (laughs) Well, no, didn't Tracy Gold bail for another?
4: Was oh, she no, the that one was that left? Candace. No, that, that was Candace. Candace oh, okay. So yeah. yeah.
5: Tracy Gold, I'm sure.
0: I really have to hook you up with my mom, Tim. I feel like the two of you could have a nice, quiet Saturday. In you, front of the You TV in one recliner. Her in the other mm-hmm. recliner, both Turn with your heated electric on. blankets. Just, you know, mm-hmm. having some nice snacks. Diet Coke for her. Maybe a nice cider for you.
3: I love it. it <laughs> <laughs> about- up. Coming up, a potential boy
2: band feud? This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
7: Always feel
0: confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com.
3: Surgery has an art. He did surprise pop-up gigs at fans' homes. And in the process of that, he secretly recorded a live album of the songs from his upcoming album, Autumn Variations.
5: Oh, that's kind of fun. Yeah. I mean, they were pop ups, so they just, he just showed up because that would be something. He yeah. does that a lot. He just pops, pops out on of your nowhere, and right. there he is.
3: Oh, they look like they'd be Ed Sheeran fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, each song was recorded in a different fan's living room.
0: That is so cool.
3: And in an announcement yesterday, he posted a video performing Wake Me Up from his debut album, Plus, on a fan's keyboard. Here's a clip. Okay, wait.
1: Turn
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, your hot bars. You fill it out with bubbles. I haven't played this in so many years.
1: <laughs> Shut It's a the
5: song. Maybe
2: you
1: love Bull. Maybe you're my snowflake. Can your eyes turn from green to grey in the winter? I'll hold you in a cold place. Mm. You should never cut your hair. Because I love the way you flick it off your shoulder. Mm.
5: He's so awkward. I get so weird when somebody, like if I'm only one of a few people in a room and there's somebody singing Mm -hmm. or performing, because I don't
3: know what to do. She didn't either. And you can hear her giggling through the whole thing. I mean, she's she's loving every minute of it, but she's having that same awkward, uncomfortable, oh, my God. Do I
5: sway? Do I smile? Do I, you know, (laughs) do I clap? (laughs) Do I sing along?
3: No, no, no. This is what you do. You You lean in, do the white man's overbite, and nod your head, and rhythm to the music.
5: Because that's what Jeff did Yeah. Joe Davidson when she sang the song, I Want You to Be My Shampoo Boy. Oh, man. And Classic. I, and Jeff was so enamored with her. <laughs> and just, I mean, he was. He was, yeah! How you doing? Yeah! <laughs>
0: Did you get your cell phone out and turn the it light was on? Hilarious. And, you know, sway like Jen recommends.
3: Oh, I should have though. <gasps>
0: yeah. Yeah. Back then you probably had a lighter in your pocket.
5: You should, you could have used
0: that. But I
3: did have a lighter in yeah. my pocket.
5: That's <laughs> so <laughs> funny though.
3: Those were the days. That's great.
5: Yeah, that is super cool. It sounds it so cool. good though. It I, does cool stuff.
0: Yeah. His voice is incredible.
5: Even if his music starts to make you a little nuts after a while, burns on you. He's still a pretty good guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. 98 degrees. Out on their 25th anniversary tour right now. And not very many people are talking about that because everybody is so obsessed over in sync getting back together, even if it is just for one little old song. And in a recent interview, Nick was sitting down and he said, Justin Timberlake and company stole their thunder. Of course, Nick was kidding. He's being a funny guy. And Drew added "And when one succeeds, we all succeed because we're all kind of like us in sync backstreet boys. We're all clumped into the same kind of pile there. So if one's elevated, they're it all elevates everybody.
0: Yeah, I saw like a lot of people are mad at 98 degrees because they don't have Cincinnati on their tour. Like there are a lot of different. They're in like Missouri. They're in California, Pennsylvania. I wonder why. I don't know. Maybe it was or just timing or something. To work out. Maybe. I don't know. Are they coming close? I I, I, I pulled it up this morning. Let's see. California. Columbus, Indy. No, Nevada. They're all out west, most of them. New Mexico.
5: Maybe this is just um, the first leg of their tour.
0: Florida, St. Charles, Missouri. Is that a casino town? I feel like they really could do casinos. Mm. Yeah, Pennsylvania.
3: Mm. Actor Chris Evans might be the only one who doesn't think he's a movie star. (laughs) Here's the thing about Chris Evans. He loves to act. At least he says he loves to act. But it's not something he couldn't live without, you know? Yeah. He said when I when I look at my own life and it's under a microscope or when I consider my own experience, it 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 leads to cyclical unhappiness. And honestly, I could just make furniture for nobody uh, and be happy. Yeah. You know, I don't want to occupy too much space in an industry that I've already poured 20 years into. He said, "I get a lot done in a day, but it's it's not always focused on acting. And sometimes reading a script is the last thing I want to do.
5: How about that? I hear
3: that. <laughs> I hear a lot of sure. to read. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, I, beg- I made it through the first couple of pages and I yeah. dozed off. Yeah." I'm sure it's great. Speaking of movies, uh, and I've said this before, I'll say it again. Nicholas Cage has been doing the best work of his career over the last decade or so. He's a national treasure, Mm
7: -hmm. Nicholas
3: Cage. He is. Uh, Case in point, the trailer for his new movie hit the web yesterday, and it looks amazing. It's called Dream Scenario, and Nicholas Cage plays a balding, unassuming husband... Father and college professor who becomes a viral sensation when he randomly starts showing up in people's dreams.
0: Ooh, that's cool. Yeah,
3: it comes out in over. I'll play a part of the trailer.
1: have you been dreaming about me?
3: There's like 100 messages. Somebody wants to interview me. This is strange. Maybe you should take a minute and think before you do anything drastic. How does it feel to go viral? Who's actually had a dream about me? I'm not actually doing anything to them. You know, fame can come with some
6: less desirable side effects. You should be prepared for that. I
8: guess I'll see you in my dreams.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's called Dream Scenario. Uh, the movie premiered at the Toronto International Film Festival, and there's already talk that Nick could be in contention for some awards. Oh, wow. good for him. Uh, Hollywood reporter critics said he is, quote, flat-out hilarious. And as he takes, he is pretty fun. He takes a whiny victim role and turns it into a master class in reactive comic acting. Wow. That's high praise. Look at that. Uh, Let's see. Dream Scenario will have a limited release on November 10th before going wide on the 22nd. So...
5: He's one of those actors. I mean, go. he's flat-out admitted he's done so many movies just because he needed the money. He knew they were horrible. He knew the scripts <laughs> were bad. He knew they weren't going to be box office hits, but he needed a payday. And he
3: gave 110%. Yes, <laughs> he,
7: he
5: showed did. up. He showed up, and he did it. That's right. All right. Bijou Phillips has filed for divorce from Danny Masterson less than two weeks after he was sentenced to 30 years to life for the rape of two women.
3: You had a feeling that was coming.
5: Yeah, her attorney released a statement that is kind of interesting. It says... Miss Phillips has decided to file for divorce from her husband during this unfortunate time her priority remains with her daughter. This period has been unimaginably hard on the marriage and the family. Mr. Masterson was always present for Miss Phillips during her most difficult times of her life. Miss Phillips acknowledges that Mr. Masterson is a wonderful father to their daughter. They've been right. mar- they started dating in 04 got married in 2011. Wow. When did the alleged rapes, or I guess not alleged anymore, when did the rapes occur?
3: Uh, I forgot. Don't have a timeline.
5: I know. Right? I I get years all messed up. I don't even yeah. remember when that 70s show was on the air. Right.
3: But I'm assuming it was prior to him meeting her. Yeah. Uh, our... Gra- <laughs> this is funny. So when Pat Sajak announced that he was retiring <laughs> and... There was talk about the income disparity between him and Vanna White and that Vanna White's contract was coming up. It was assumed that she was going to go in there and demand a major payday.
5: As well, she should. She's been on that show forever.
3: Right. Well, the good news is she is coming back to Wheel of Fortune. She extended her run through the 25 through 26 season, 2025 to 2026 Taking her two years into Ryan Seacrest's run as host, that was my only concern. As I figured, uh, first of all, uh, no offense to Ryan Seacrest, I'm sure he's a great Mm -hmm. guy. He's an incredibly hard worker. He's a he's very good at what he does. But Mm -hmm. it just, I mean, you want to talk about a boring, uninteresting choice for that role? We were just hoping (laughs) for a newcomer or someone a little more interesting than that. But he's also very expensive. Oh yeah, sure. You know, hats off to him. Um, But it was assumed like, oh, well, you know, based on what Vanna wants, Ryan's probably going to eat up most of what they have budgeted for salary. Sure. He ain't cheap, that Ryan Seacrest. And there's no word on how much Vanna is making with this new deal, but sources say she did get a substantial increase from the $3 million salary she's been earning for the past 18 years, so... Good for her. I don't know what substantial is, but three million dollars.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Even I just they she's been her making
3: money. more than a year. Hopefully.
0: So when is that one of those shows though that can still record, even though the writer yeah. strike is happening? Yes. So like, so Ryan Seacrest is supposed to take over next year. So we could, we will definitely see him in that role, regardless how long the strike goes.
3: I don't think that's a Writers Guild shop. Yeah, I wouldn't think Real so. Real fortune.
0: I wouldn't like all those game shows.
3: I don't think so. Yeah.
5: If they've got writers for some of them jokes that those hosts crack (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
3: right.
0: They're (laughs) not those great writers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> It'll be neat to see him. I will tune in just to see we're how he does it we're in the lose. beginning.
4: Pat Sajak's uh, kind of whippy old man jokes yeah. are going to be gone, and we're going to be replacing that with kids, no socks, and uh, And pant- short blazers. And pants that allow a lot of ankle to be shown. Yeah. That seems to be Ryan's look. Maybe they'll days.
0: bring back the showroom, Jeff. I know you were a big fan of that from back in the day. I loved cool. it, too,
4: because there was shopping involved.
0: Yeah.
3: Okay. Look at this studio filled with <laughs> thousands of dollars in cash And prizes.
4: The best part is when they had no money left, but they still had to buy stuff. So they would just pick crap. Like, I'll take the ceramic Dalmatian for $35. (laughs) was always a ceramic Dalmatian. (laughs) Yes.
3: Gotta get the ceramic Dalmatian. That's so funny. Um,
5: All right. So Carlos Santana, this is a great story. He was not born with a joint in his hand. No. No. He was kind of a late bloomer. He said, I'd been around marijuana all my life since I was a child, but I never toked.
3: I think I have audio, you want. Yeah, this is great. You know, I've been around marijuana
4: all my life since I was a child, but I never toked. And so I kept telling Ron and Stan, you're building a band around me. And I noticed that they smoke weed and I don't smoke weed. And every time we, they smoke weed, they don't play the same song twice. They play it differently and, it, and they forget things. And, <laughs> and I wish they wouldn't smoke pot. Learn the damn song right and play it correctly, you know. And they, they looked at me like, damn. So they roll a joint about that big and just left it there. I said, we're going to go get uh, some lunch, man. We'll ride back in. So I finally went, okay.
5: (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and he's doing it
2: blew his mind. The rest is history, yeah. And that
5: was it. It blew his mind. He never looked back.
2: (laughs) Uh, That's funny. (laughs) That is funny. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
3: Uh, if you're a huge Jeff and Jen super fan, we we've decided to organize the superfans into one giant, powerful club. In a club, yes, it's going to change the world. This club will, and we're building it one super fan at a time, mm-hmm. day to day. Like to introduce to you today's best friends club inductee. Who is it, ladies and gentlemen? Say hello to Kelly Hughes.
5: Kelly, Kelly, Kelly. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome. Welcome to the club, Kelly. Thank you. So, what Thank kind of dirt, what kind of dirt we got on Kelly? Well,
3: <laughs> I love, I love. Kelly's one of those people who has a hard time talking about herself. Oh, not yeah. one to toot her own horn.
5: I get that. I understand.
3: Um, but you've been working in healthcare for gosh, how many years now? Um, I have been in healthcare
7: for about twelve years.
3: 13 years. Yep. And uh, if you really want to get her going, ask her about her girls or her amazing husband. Okay. And she loves to travel. It says here, uh, the beach, would love to go to the beach. Anywhere in the Caribbean is my absolute favorite place to be. And my bucket list thing is to go visit her. Who are you referencing here? Is this your daughter? Does your daughter live in Europe? My daughter,
7: who is going to be moving to Albania. (gasps) In
3: a couple of months. Oh wow!
7: wow. What's taking wow. her there? So she met a guy in college, and
3: oh dear. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah. yeah.
7: And so, he's yeah, from Albania. So she's, but she's doing it all the right way, and she's you know gonna getting all of her paperwork in order and everything. So that's great. She wants to live so, over there for a year or two, and then have to go to the states.
3: Wow. All right.
4: I think that's cool,
3: so is she gonna live over there with him yeah, yeah, and then and then, what happens after the year or two if they're gonna come here and maybe he'll live here a year or two?
7: Yes, no he was here on a school visa, gotcha, so he's working on getting his uh green card
3: right, oh okay, so he eventually would like to become a citizen in the meantime what what kind of visa? How do you get into Albania for a year or two? Is she on a tourist visa, a work visa so
7: there's different ways um, she actually has um, gone through and gotten all of her paperwork Good um, through an apostle, which is like a notary. Right. So that when she goes over there, they will see her paperwork as being valid in the country as well.
2: All oh, official-like
3: okay. and everything.
7: She'll be able, yeah, she'll be able to work and live and, Everything over
3: there—that's wow. great. Good That's for cool. her.
7: I just had
0: to Google where is Albania. It's a beautiful country, and yeah. it's right <laughs> above Greece and behind Italy. For people wondering the same, yeah. Because I'm like, man, how fun would that be? That she gets to travel all over—that'd be so well, my cool. Still there.
3: Your bucket list you, is to go there, and you also said you'd like to travel to yeah. Austria, which is where your great grandparents are from. Yes,
7: Austria.
3: Yeah, I, I guess they came through Ellis Island. And uh, you have a block on the Ellis Island wall. I don't think I've ever visited Ellis Island. I visited the Statue of Liberty, but I've never gone through there. Because my great-grandparents from Italy went through Ellis Island. Oh,
7: wow.
5: There is There's bricks over there
3: that have
7: different names on them. And my maiden name, which is Finnegie, is on that wall. That's cool. Nice. That is so cool.
3: Well... When you get Kelly talking about the Jeff and Jen morning show, she says, the four you make me laugh out loud in my car. People have got to think I'm nuts. I always relate to all of you and your stories. Uh, some of my favorite things I've listened to over the years, whenever Tim talks about house flipping, I relate to that because my husband does it too. So I can relate to his construction stories, Fritch's mom stories. Uh, Jeff's traveling because as we've been talking about, she loves to travel and Jen, everything from being a mom uh, to being a daughter since I got four daughters myself. And uh, when you look back at all of the things that, that uh, she remembers from the show, the day that Tim proposed. Yeah, that um, was a good moment. Fritch becoming a mom. I don't know who was more excited, her or her fans.
0: (laughs) Finally, she had a baby. Finally, she's going to grow up and become a responsible adult. I Uh, think it was most exciting because the baby just came on her own. Like, I just called you guys and was like, hey. Hey, I had it. I had the baby.
3: It's here. You weren't even due yet. I know. That was quick. Uh, Love Jeff's (laughs) traveling and stepdad stories. How long did it take you to marry Kristen? All right, a bit. It was a bit, and uh, Jen and all the Jacob sock stories.
5: Oh yeah, uh, the kids got a lot of stories. One
3: of the questions that we ask on the best friends club application is, "What's your favorite food to eat?" Mm-hmm. And Kelly <laughs> is scallops. Nice. Oh my God,
5: how random! Wow, they're also delicious.
0: Yeah,
3: how do you like them? Pan-seared? You make them yourself? Oh, wow. My
7: husband has made them for me, yes.
3: Yeah, is he pretty Um, good at it? Does he get that perfect seared glaze on the top there? Have you had.
7: Capital Grill has the best.
3: Oh, he does it on the grill. Yeah,
7: well, Capital Grill actually has the best scallops.
3: Capital Grills. Oh, I don't think I've had mm. Capital Grills. I skeletons. have not. You got to try mm. them.
0: I like the ones at Boca. You need to go there and try them if yeah, you haven't. Yeah, if you it. had
3: those, They're you can get them with the Brussels sprouts. Mm-hmm. Really good. All right. Well, Kelly, welcome to the club. We're happy yes, to have good you. good to
0: have you. All right. Can you put her on Thank hold, you. too? i got to give her her jersey details. I
3: sure will. We're going to set you. you up with a sweet-looking jersey. Wear it with pride. Sure <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take it easy, Kelly. Love having you. And thanks for being a fan and supporting our yep. show.
5: Take care, Kelly.
3: That's the whole point of the Best Friends Club. Yes. All right. Coming up, this is a crazy story. So we got a guy who works here, Will, Will the engineer. We, we've we known Will for years, like long before Will even worked here.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, we, I've been on vacation with him like, I don't know, 10 times.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, he and Katie have been friends for years. Oh, yeah. And then eventually uh, Will came to work here. Mm-hmm. And uh, his daughter, Michaela, mm-hmm. is an actress, she's a dancer, singer, lives in New York, and Broadway. performs on mm-hmm. Broadway. She's part of the ensemble cast in Aladdin.
0: Yes. She is just living her dream. She went to, you know, UC. She went to a creative and performing arts school here locally.
3: Yeah. How old is she? Like 20, 21? No, she's a little older, than, older than that. older than that?
0: But it's so crazy, though, like knowing her Pretty, almost her whole life, I should say, because I met her when she was a young kid. Like, she always, always, always has wanted to do this performing she lifestyle. to be on stage. Yeah, like, she In even spot, tried right. to, like, she auditioned for Disney and, I mean, all of that. And so, people that have known her know that she has always just been it's so been her dream. driven yeah. to become this.
3: And, and like, a great cool. work ethic, too. Oh, like she's
0: incredible. Very yeah.
3: good. And so, I mean, she got hired, you know, she got picked, which is no... No small task to get hired by the Disney company.
5: Not just the ensemble. I mean,
3: she's... She's the understudy for the actress who plays Jasmine, right? That's right. Is she the first understudy or the second understudy? She's
0: the second understudy. But she also did a role as Nessa Rose in Wicked. So that was another big role that she Mm -hmm. did on Broadway.
5: So she is up and coming. Yeah.
3: For sure. Big time. And she made national headlines. She went viral... Uh, because on her way back to the U.S., she was vacationing in Italy with her boyfriend, and as they're flying back to the U.S., she gets a call from, I guess, the producers of the show saying, hey, we need you to play Jasmine tonight, and she was five or six hours out on an airplane. How on earth are we going to get her to the theater on time? And the, the story is the stuff of legends. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Michaela Mika- Renfro is a local star on the rise, living in New York. She's living the dream, man. Working on Broadway. on Broadway.
5: That was my dream, too, but my problem was is I didn't have any talent.
8: Oh, that's not true.
5: Uh,
3: so it's a different kind of talent. Yeah, I, I good could at tap, tap dance. dance. I yeah. could tap dance, but I wasn't a triple threat. Not like you. Yeah.
5: Oh, gosh. I mean,
3: <laughs> you, you, you've been doing this uh, since you were old enough to walk, pretty much, right, Michaela?
8: Well, my mom always said I came out of the womb, like, with pretty strong lungs. There you go. <laughs> so I think they always knew I was going to be using my voice somehow. We just had no idea what it would turn into.
3: And it's always been a passion for you. And yeah. now you're you're realizing these dreams. I mean, is is this it? Is this what you've always wanted to work on Broadway more than anything else?
8: Yeah. I, I mean, I have my dream job with my dream people and a dream role and... I couldn't have asked for anything more perfect. I I like look at my life every day, and I'm like, I can't believe it's what it is, you know. Yeah,
3: That's if awesome. you're just joining us, uh, Michaela Renfro, uh, she is Will's daughter. Will, the engineer who works here, this is Will's daughter, and we've known Will and Katie for years, and yeah. watched Michaela grow up, and now she's a rising star on Broadway. And she made national headlines. She literally went viral over something that happened as she was coming back from vacation with her boyfriend. Tell us the story.
8: (laughs) So um, in the show, uh, my track is I'm in the ensemble and I understudy Princess Jasmine.
3: In Aladdin.
8: Mm -hmm. In Aladdin on Broadway. And basically I was coming back from vacation and I was in the middle of my flight and I got a text when I was over the Atlantic ocean that they needed me for Jasmine that night. And
3: now were you originally scheduled to work that night anyway?
8: So yes, I was actually supposed to be in the show that night for my ensemble track. And then I basically found out 3 AM New York time that my flight was delayed like an hour and a half, two hours. So that put me in a spot that I just knew I wasn't going to make it. I was supposed to land around 5 PM and with, you know, international customs and JFK traffic and and, you know, traveling to the to Manhattan from the airport, I knew that wasn't gonna happen. So I basically at three AM texted my stage manager, Hey, I am not gonna be there. I'll try my best, but you know you know how those things go. Well, yeah.
3: and and these things do happen sometimes, right? The show right. goes on. That's why you have understudies. So if, exactly. heaven forbid, if you weren't able to make it, typically as a member of the ensemble, there would have been someone to pinch hit for you, no?
8: Yeah, there's about four people that cover my ensemble track, and there's two of us that cover Jasmine. So every track in the show is covered two, three, four, five people sometimes. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. And uh, on this particular night, they needed you for Jasmine because yeah. your number was up, and the uh, the actress who plays her regularly was unavailable, I guess, and her the first understudy was sick. Is that right?
8: Yeah. So um, coming back, our leading lady fell ill, and the other cover, Katie. Had sprained her knee, so she, it really wouldn't have been smart for her to go on for Jasmine. Yeah, probably uh, just, not. You know, just to, you know, irritate the knee. You don't want to do that. So they were like, "If there's any way you can make it, that would be best." <laughs> right. <laughs> so I, long story short, I had an angel flight attendant and angel pilot who went above and beyond uh, to try and get me off this plane first, and I ended up taking a blade helicopter. From JFK to Manhattan, into Hudson Yards, ran from 12th Avenue to the 7th, took a train, showed up the theater, became Jasmine, and then rode the magic carpet. It was like a <laughs> That's the craziest travel. thing
3: ever. So <laughs> you, you landed at JFK at about what time? I'm trying to put this in perspective because the show go- starts at what time? 7.38.
8: We start, that was a 7 p.m. curtain, but actors by union rules have to be there at half hour. So I had to
0: be there by
3: six thirty. Gotcha. And you landed at JFK at what time?
0: Five o'clock. Oh my gosh!
3: Yeah, there's no way you're gonna like make it from JFK (laughs) because you're coming from out of the country. So you got to go through customs. Exactly. Uh, You got to get your stuff. You got to grab a cab or a car or an Uber or something to get into Manhattan, which is, this is right during rush yeah.
8: hour. Exactly. And even even if you try to take the train from the airport, that's still an hour train ride, you know. So best case scenario, let's say I do plane in a matter of five minutes. Of course, that didn't happen. Um, and then you try and go through customs. Let's say that took 15, 20 minutes. Best case scenario. There is no way. There's nah. absolutely no yeah. way.
3: So understanding, sympathizing with the position that you're now in, you have to be that passenger that goes to the <laughs> flight attendant and says, exactly. "Excuse me, I'm sorry, but do you know who I am?" Like, "How did
5: you?" <laughs> "I'm
8: Jasmine." <laughs> by the way, <laughs> you know it's funny because my my boyfriend next to me who was on vacation with me was like, "You know, he should just ask." You know the worst thing they can say, no. And I'm like, "I am not going to be that person, absolutely not." Um, they have jobs. They're like, who am I to ask if I can get off the plane first? You know? I mean,
3: I'm For very me? important. I'm an actress. Yes. I <laughs> I'm in that. the theater.
8: <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. I, I, this is a part of the story that I didn't really get to share, but when I got moved up, it was obviously in the middle of the flight, I got moved up to first class because they're incredible. And the guy next to me obviously was dead asleep when the seat was open and then woke up and I had the seat.
3: So wait, hold on. You, they, they moved you to first class. Why? So that they could get you off the plane Quick, faster? Mo-
8: yes, mostly because so that I could be the first group to get off the plane. Oh. But Leisha, my flight attendant, fully just wanted me to have the space to rest and prepare for the night, which I just thought was the kindest thing in the world.
6: I like just her.
8: cared. Yeah, she was just, just like, you sit down. I will take care of everything. Just an absolute angel.
5: So, did they have, like, maybe a small daughter that loved Jasmine? I mean, was there a connection, maybe? To, or you know, or, or they nice. were just that nice, you know? Yeah. I Well, I found out my
8: captain, Captain Robert, was from Youngstown, Ohio. Mm. And he has a daughter um, close to my age, a little bit younger. And he was like, I just, I know what it's like to have a dream and to go after it full steam ahead. And I just, my hat's off to you that you're doing it and you made it. And... So I want to get you to work. Oh, that's and sweet. it was as simple as so that. Sweet. And sweet. it was yeah, it was like, wow, I, I I'm surrounded by the most incredible humans. Like that just doesn't happen every day, you know?
5: Yeah. Especially in New York.
3: Right.
8: Especially in New York. So yeah.
3: I mean, what what did the pilot do? Did he just step on it? Like how how'd they get you there on time?
8: Well, he flew the plane in the same fashion that he always does, safely, you know, efficiently. The thing that he worked on was trying to get us to a closer gate to customs. Oh, nice. I, I'm assuming that usually Delta, they when they come into the airport, it's like a 20, 30-minute walk. Oh, you got in. to into oh, customs. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So he was like, I, I think in my job, I can just get you to a closer gate. And that's what they did.
0: Oh, that's so great! Ooh, nice. Did you? Who's, s- who's I, was,
4: to helicopter? I was yeah, say, Did, did you even know from? that
0: this helicopter thing was like an option? Because I feel like Ooh. I've been in New York and I've seen them fly around, and I figure it's just some you know hoity toity business guy. Yeah, like Donald Trump,
3: like yeah, Bloomberg, guys like that take <laughs> the chopper from the airport to Manhattan.
0: Christian Gray. But this <laughs> is like an Uber for helicopters, right?
8: Yeah, yeah. Basically, Uber owns this company. It's called Blade. And it's purely, I think, a helicopter from the airport into Manhattan. Um, I obviously had no idea. My flight attendant was the one that told me about it. And she was like, Do you know about the helicopter? And I was like, No, I don't know. I was like, No, I'm a normal human. I don't take a helicopter. Why would I know what that is? Um, well, just because so you're Jasmine, like, and we just assumed. This is how you, know. you sign up? <laughs>
1: it's
8: crazy. Wow.
1: wow. That's wild. So,
5: when you finally made it there, I mean, it had to just be rushed and insane. And you had what, 30 minutes to get into makeup and wardrobe?
8: Oh, I haven't speed walked like, you know, mall walker through, <laughs> right. through Manhattan in a really long time like that. Yeah, I showed up sweating, out of breath. And like one single tear falling from my
5: eye. <laughs>
3: yeah, because you're all stressed out, right? right? right. You don't want to yeah. go into performance like that, right?
5: So how did right. you know? How did it go? Once you got on stage, were you able to just relax and settle into the role, and everything just go great, or was it? A, were you a bit rattled? I th- I wouldn't use the word relaxed, <laughs>
8: <laughs> <laughs> but I think it, the best way I can put it is that like alternate personality takes over. Yeah. And, like, you kind of go into, like, a weird survival mode. Like, you know when your adrenaline kicks on and you just, there's, like, this calm yes that washes over you, but it's, like, survival mode. Because you know what to do. I mean, you know what to do. Yeah. You just got to do it. Yeah. It's, like, they were, like, how did you remember everything? And it's truly, like, you go into this mode where you remember what that adrenaline spike is and you just have to trust. That you've done it enough times, where you your your body takes care of you, like your body moves and all of before it. exactly. Yeah, and before your brain
3: does. That's the thing about like that says so much about your work ethic and how hard you've worked at this role, especially as an understudy who it, you may go weeks without playing this yeah. role, and then you gotta show up on any given day, sometimes with little to no notice, and yeah, be flawless. Yeah.
8: It, it, honestly the last job I had I spent my most of my time in the room with standbys and understudies and obviously it was constantly rehearsals with swings and I learned so much from them I think the most they're the most incredible humans artists workers that we have on Broadway I've always respected them and so I feel really super lucky that I have the title now of understudy and I share it with with Katie Terza who's also jazz and understudy there's a couple aladdin covers in the building as well as more than enough swings that do all the work every day and i just feel so lucky that i'm on the same team with them they're yeah. incredible
3: i, I love cool. your humility and your so professionalism so and, and just yeah I don't, they, they raised you right <laughs> <laughs> those parents are yours
8: I room for blood that's right
3: yeah. wow yeah. And, you, and your mom and dad got to be just bursting with pride
6: oh yeah here, you know
8: they're just Shocked as I am, like my dad texted me last night. I did an interview with NBC and he was like, Why didn't you tell me? And I was like, I didn't know. I have no, like, told me to show up at Rockefeller and I did this thing and, and then I had to go do a show and I didn't have time to process it. And he was like, That is national news. I'm like, I don't have no idea what's going on. They tell me to show up, and I show up, and I tell them the story, and then I go and do work.
3: Yeah, That (laughs) that was the other thing, if you missed it, is they featured this story on NBC Nightly News with Lester Holt last night. It was like the last story, you know, the The feel-good story story, that they do at the end of the broadcast. I'll
0: share it on our Facebook page so everybody can check it out. It was really great. And you looked beautiful. It was so great seeing you out there. So fun. Thank you. Thank you so much.
3: Yeah, we're ha- we're so happy for you and so and I, cool. It's just so cool. And I so keep cool. telling
0: your dad cuz I go to New York with Broadway in Cincinnati all the time and I keep oh, yeah, telling yeah. your dad. I'm like, "We I am going to find a way to go and see Michaela because when you were in Wicked, I was in town at the same time but was too busy to come and see you, but this time I'm like, it is happening. I have to find out A when you're going to be Jasmine and B when we can come see you because <laughs> I mean, people I can, know. from Cincinnati can go to New York and watch Michaela perform, which is pretty cool.
3: And we should yeah. ask- had a side note here, Michaela was incredibly kind to the flight attendant as well because you arranged for her to go to the show that night and you uh invited her backstage after the show, is that right?
8: Yeah, so I texted Disney and I was like, Hey, I we have to get this girl ticket, like, she's gone above and beyond. Can we offer her a ticket? And they were like, Hands down, no question asked, she has a seat. And so after the show, I met her at the stage door and i got to bring her on stage which is super special and you know she's the same she she's she has a working heart too and she took this video and she's like this is what delta allows me to do like she constantly went back to her work and her job and she had a lot of pride in it and it was just so, so, so special to be there with her.
3: So Delta allows their flight attendants and their pilots a certain amount of discretion for situations like this that pop up. God, right. I just I wish I was on your flight. I'm like, what this <laughs> is the hard. best game ever. <laughs> we got through customs quicker. I need to make oh sure God. I fly with Michaela Renfro. Uh-huh.
0: You know, I learned a couple of secrets along the
8: way. I'll pass them along. Yeah. Sure. My other
0: favorite part of this story is because, you know, Playbill.com did a whole write-up on you as well, and I read that, but my favorite part is when they were like, what happened to the boyfriend? Because you literally like, um, left you him. You abandoned him. You left him back in coach, and yeah. then you were first oh class. My God. And what was he just,
3: doing during all this? And
0: I know, so he ended up, like, getting your luggage, getting the dog. Like, he was doing everything yeah. that, like, typically would have happened when you're flying international oh. waiting in the line see that's exactly. a true partner right yes, there. Yeah. yeah totally oh my god oh that is like
8: the best definition true partner he is the best partner you can going have for he fully i was like there's no way i was like i don't have to move to first class like i don't need to do that there's no way i'm sleeping anyways and he was like are you kidding me like you're gonna go sit up there and you're gonna enjoy this you're gonna take a second for yourself you, that's what you deserve you're about to go do something crazy tonight just go do it um, he was nothing but supportive the whole time.
3: And your boyfriend's a performer as well, right? So he—I mean—he he gets, gets it. it. He understands. Totally. Yeah.
8: Totally. Yeah.
3: Wow. That's so, so, cool. so what's on your agenda today? What's happening in the life of uh, <laughs> a Broadway actress, star, Taylor Renfro?
8: Oh gosh. Um,
3: <laughs> what are you doing after this?
8: I so I actually am. I work a second job right now, and um, I I think in Cincinnati. We might, I used to work at a bar studio and. I miss just being part of the community. So I kind of went back to the same company just to have the feel good feels again. And so I'm going to go be with them today and do some grounding and breathing and, Feel normal.
5: I (laughs) want to get grounded.
8: I want to breathe. Can I come with (laughs) you? Yeah, exactly, exactly. (laughs) And um, I have a couple more interviews, which is crazy that people still want to hear the story. And then I go to work tonight, and I go to the show.
0: Yeah, it's a great.
3: Well, I have to say, you're handling the attention really well. I mean, you sound very grounded, very centered. And again, we couldn't (laughs) be more happy for you, and just
8: oh, that means a lot. Enjoy. I listen to this radio station every morning before I went to or oh, it's my dad. And I's favorite station to listen to. It will always feel like home the minute I get in the car when I come back to Cincy or turn on Q one oh two. So it means the world that you guys want to be on the show.
3: Well, and the next time you're in town, will you swing by and say hi Please oh, do. Yeah.
0: Jen, yeah, you can do a course. tap routine. We'll film it. Yes. You can spray your shoes.
3: Yes. Yes.
0: You and I can do what? A whole new world. You can be Jasmine, Avi, I'll, I'll be Aladdin and Jen will be like something. I'll sort do of an tap. interpretive dance. Yes. yes. Yeah, we'll pull we'll pull the carpet <laughs> from under you. We'll move the
8: carpet over to the corner nice. and thing on the carpet. This
3: yeah, that's great. exactly what
5: we'll do.
8: Sold. That
0: sounds I awesome.
3: am so in. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, Michaela Renfro, everybody. Yay. Thanks for Bye. coming Bye, on. Bye,
0: babe. Thanks Stay for coming. See you. You take care. Take it easy. <laughs> Bye.
3: Wow. You cool know what's story. really so cool, cool,
0: Jen, too? So, Aladdin is coming to town. It's coming to the Aronoff Center. It's one of the shows that's touring uh-huh. with us Broadway in Cincinnati in November. Um, and they have this gigantic tap number in it. Do they? That you have got to see. It is awesome. Ugh. And the Genie is just incredible. Like, the show is so well done. You've got to wow. come. You would love it, though. The tap is it's right up your it's alley. Solid. Yeah. Sweet. It's beautiful.
3: All right. Coming up. Got a brand new second date update. Yeah. This is the Jeff and Gen Morning
2: Show on Q102.
0: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
3: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Henry needs a second date update and we're here to help him. Hi, Henry. How are you?
6: Hey, I'm great. How are you guys? It's a pleasure to be on the air. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you. <laughs> Wish everybody
3: felt that way coming on second date update. Had a lot of mixed emotions. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
6: Uh, well, I mean, given the segment, I can I can definitely understand that. Um, so let me kind of cut to the chase. Um, uh, so I, I met this girl that was on Tinder. Um, we met super late on Saturday night, and um, I don't really do it often, but you know, it was a holiday weekend, so. I know someone that used to say everybody gets late on a holiday. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, How long have you guys I mean, been divorced now? <laughs>
6: Shut up, Tim. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I mean, yeah. And then after after things happened, right? I like, uh, I I never heard back. I I, I never heard anything, and I, I it was weird, right? Like I wasn't looking for a relationship in this, you know. But like, I wasn't like pushy or things like that. But we honestly had like a really good time. Like, we met up at a bar. Uh, we went back to my place. We talked for a few hours before hooking up, which, I mean, we did. Um, and I liked her, like, a lot. I mean, I even told her that when she left, like, the next morning, that I'd kind of like to see her again. And she says, why? No, I mean, like, honestly, like, I don't even think that was, like, we really did genuinely have a good time. And so... After that, like, I texted, and I called, and she's just, I'm, I'm getting nothing. Um, well, I'm not I that surprised it. by it. I i assume she
3: went into it thinking hookup, too. Mm-hmm. I understand you got the vibe. The feeling was mutual that there might be some potential there, but... All the talking beforehand,
5: you know, it reminds me of that movie, Crazy Stupid Love, which is one of my all time favorite movies with Steve Carell and Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. And it was supposed to be a hookup. And then they end up just talking all night and he falls asleep and she like tucks him in. And then all of a sudden they're dating and they're in love and it's beautiful. And he was a total player. Like, he was not one to ever get into a relationship. So for him to, you know, well, flip that switch. Well,
6: let me tell you that I'm not a Ryan Gosling. And, like, like, you know, that kind of stuff doesn't really happen to me very much, which is kind of why I was thrown off a little bit. Like, I genuinely think that we have, like, a real connection. And, yes, the sex was great. I, I think we both very much enjoyed each other. But... I really think she was into me. And I i don't know. I'm at a loss.
3: Especially since you say this is not the kind of thing that happens to you often. It's not. Yeah. That indicates to me that you're not delusional.
6: <laughs> <laughs> and I, I also think that there's something to be said for like, I didn't have the expectation that this is just we're definitely having sex. Like, I, I thought she was cute. I wanted to get to know her more. And then who I found out she was, I was like, I I genuinely like Isabel. Anything else you think we need to know? The only thing I can think of is, like, I I was wearing this shirt from college. Um, I was in a frat, and, like, it had the three cladders on my shirt that was from my fraternity. And, I don't like, maybe that's what it was. Maybe. But, I I, I mean, I'm stretching, guys. Like, I really think we just had a good time. That's why I'm calling you. Okay. Okay.
3: We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll call Isabel. And see if she's open to seeing Henry again. Or if she's involved in another relationship or even looking for a relationship. We'll find out. A second date update continues next. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. We get a lot of these, these second date updates where they start out as Tinder hookups and one thinks, oh, there might be something more to this. I I think I like this person. I'm feeling a mutual attraction. Maybe this can be more than a hookup. And sometimes it works out. More often than not, it does not. But Henry genuinely felt that this was mutual. He, He met up with Isabel. They went to a bar. They ended up back at his place. They talked for quite some time before Mm -hmm, they hooked up mm -hmm, hooked up mm -hmm. and he was left with the impression that she was as open to maybe seeing each other again as he was but when he reached out it was radio silence from her so we're going to call her up we're going to see what her deal is is she involved with someone else is she not looking for a relationship or is she just
6: busy
5: now you were feeling this very strong connection just in the conversation right
6: yeah. Yeah. No, okay. I, I genuinely was.
5: So I would assume that that would make the sex even better than the sex would normally be if you had just, you know, gone straight back to whoever's place and just went right to it.
6: Yeah, and that was, and that's part of the reason I I really thought she was into me. Okay. Let's call her. Hello.
3: Hi, Isabel. This is Isabel. So glad you answered. It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you this morning? Good. How are you? We're doing great. Thanks for asking. You got a few minutes to come on the radio with us? Have some fun?
1: Yeah, okay. I like Yes, let's have fun. Let's have <laughs> like some fun. fun. Let's, let's have do some it. Fun. Okay.
3: So we spoke with your friend, Henry, who you went out with recently. You, you guys met up and ended up back at his place. And you talked for quite some time, spent some time getting to know each other. and oh, God. What's wrong? Nah.
1: <laughs> sorry, I didn't realize. I didn't think that, um, I didn't think this was that, but okay, yes. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah. I'm sorry. What did you think this was?
1: I don't know. I thought we were going to play a game. I, mean, oh. I might win something. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought it was.
3: Well, listen, um, if, if this works out, we're going to send you to a nice dinner. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got to tell you, yeah. we, we do a lot of these calls where it starts out as a random hookup and one party feels like there might be something more to it and the other doesn't. Yeah,
1: I know. I know. I just, I just can't believe he's doing this, but all right.
3: Did you just want to hook up? Is that all that was, or are you involved with someone else? What's your story? No,
1: I'm not, I'm not, first of all, no, I'm not involved with someone else and be like, no, I don't, I'm not someone that goes out just looking for hookups, you know, like I'm actually looking for, you know, at least a genuine connection or friends or something. I'm not someone, if I just want to hook up, I'll go to a bar, but I, I'm not like that. And we had a great date, honestly. Um, yeah. But? No, I mean, great date. And so, yeah, we did end up going home together, which I usually don't do on a first date, honestly. But we just, we were very connected, and the sex was amazing. Um,
3: just say, is there someone else?
1: No, it's okay. Here's what, okay, like, here's the, the story. It's, I, I mean, I'm trying to think of how to say this, but I already said sex, and I don't even know if I can say sex. Basically, in the middle of sex, he stopped... Like while I'm very into it and he goes to the kitchen and gets a box of leftover pizza and he takes out a piece and he wraps it around his dick and he's basically wanting me to eat it off his dick.
4: Were there commands to go with it?
1: (laughs) Well, It's like at first I thought he was joking and I was just like, oh, that's funny and cute. Like I was kind of annoyed at the beginning. but he was like serious and he was like, sexual about it and he was like you want a little it, pepperoni it. girl <laughs> he wanted me to eat it he was like be a good girl finish it like finish it <sighs> like he was talking about the pizza uh, as though it was his. <laughs> so i was like all right get into it so i'll try anything <laughs> once Sorry. i mean it's pizza i got into it i was pizza porn i did it but like That is not something that I want to incorporate into my regular routine. Like, I don't know, call me vanilla, but I mean, who even thinks to do that? That's just, yeah, that's just not me. I
4: mean, it is pizza. That's what I'm saying.
6: I can't think of a better combination than pizza and sex. Okay, you're supposed to have the pizza after the sex, not during the sex. People are into different things. That's what I'm into. Great pizza, great sex. I don't understand, okay? There's something that's incredible about watching a woman eat, okay? And, and like, that's strange. Well, whatever. Like, I'm not talking about the things that I did for you.
1: Okay, well, just listen. This is fine. I'm not insulting you or whatever. It sounds I, like I, I'm are. explaining why I wasn't into it because you put me in this situation and put me on the radio. If you want to find a girl... Who's into making pizza porn off your d- that is fine, and that is you, and you do you. It's just not me. You understand?
3: Would it have been different if it was whipped cream? I mean, that seems a little more.
6: That's a more logical. logical. Even honey. So that's the issue. I wasn't using a dessert; that I was using a savory food. That's how it's weird. <laughs> it was just it's so
1: weird, and like you could tell I wasn't into it, and you were still like kind of aggressively pornographic with the dirty talk and like it's just it's not my thing I wasn't into it and I don't think you were reading those signals and it just we're just not sexually compatible and I I'll guess. tell
3: you what the fact that she went through it anyway yeah I'd take that as a win and walk away dude
5: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: that's just me God,
5: we've all got our things don't we yeah now let me ask you this the pizza move would you have pulled out the pizza move if you hadn't had had all of that time with her prior to, where you were no. connecting, I mean, did you feel that you could be vulnerable enough with this woman to bring out the big guns, or is this not even? Is this just the app? Were the pizza just the appetizer? I mean, are there other <laughs> things that you like to do that's a little bit more dramatic than Eat the this pizza? This loaded
4: baked
6: potato. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe po- things that don't involve problem, food. Right? I- this is the issue. I thought I had a genuine connection with Isabel. I thought that she would understand. I thought that I could be open. I thought that I could really be myself. And you guys just have me on the air and just making fun of me, and you're just laughing at me. And like, I, this is why I'm not making fun of you. We're this not is
5: why I didn't do it. No, I'm sorry. I don't mean to to make you feel like we're laughing at you. It's just unexpected. This is what we do when something unexpected happens, and we're slightly uncomfortable and not quite sure what to say. We laugh to fill the space.
3: You'd think after 10 years of doing this, we'd be desensitized. To a point where nothing surprises us. Correct,
6: but this is okay, another. Can we lesson be real in, though for a second? You're yes. telling me you guys have never eaten a pizza off someone's.
3: <laughs> no, I haven't. I can say no. with certainty that I have never eaten pizza off another man's.
5: But I could see back in the day, you know, when I was partying pretty hard, if someone would have I could made see maybe that in the future, offer, yeah, that I would because I do love pizza.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's like. Dressing a vegetable and cheese. I get the reasoning behind Pizza it. Pizza is more than a birthday and Christmas treat.
5: Correct.
6: <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll leave it there then. I'm sorry, Henry. Well, Isabel, I'm sorry that you didn't like that. I hope that wasn't awful. I just, I, I don't know. I thought we had something, and I thought maybe that's all.
1: I think you're a really nice guy, and I think... You will find someone who's into what you're into and maybe just be more upfront about that from the get-go. I don't know.
5: Yeah. That's, a, that's, the, that's the age-old question that I have always had with this second date update. It's like, when do you tell the other person your thing? You know, when do you tell them that you've been divorced six times? When do you tell them that you've got 14 children or two? 10 cats or when do you tell them that you have a communicable disease when does that information need to be revealed and i still don't have an answer
1: i think around drink three drink three three
5: (laughs) okay
3: that's all right gonna write that down yep yep all right well henry thanks for coming on second date update best of luck to you and isabel thanks for being a good sport and coming on and leveling with henry this is the jeff and jen morning show on q102 Hey. How's your Wednesday going?
7: That's uh, doing good.
3: Doing good, doing good. Where are you headed? Where are you off to? What are you up to?
7: I uh, just got done dropping the kids off at school. <laughs>
3: oh, good. So, we going to enjoy a little Leah time, or you got something else uh, on?
7: I goals? got two little ones at home, so. Oh, <laughs> man. My husband has, yeah.
3: <laughs> yep, yep. Is your, uh, your husband work from home?
7: No, he's actually off right now. He's, uh has hernia surgery, so.
3: Oh, my goodness, so. Take care of him and the kids. Yeah, no kidding.
1: (laughs) Word. Yeah, he's getting better though.
3: That's good. That's good. Would you say he's he's an involved parent most of the time? Like, you know, do you feel like it's? I mean, I know you both are very busy and you have jobs and stuff, but.
7: Oh, yes. Very. Do you feel pressured
0: You're to have to so
3: say so diplomatic. I <laughs> know.
7: No. no. No, he actually is. He gets condoned by my mother all the time about how well he does with the kids. And, Aww. you know. But yeah. He's he got her force. He doesn't
5: babysit the kids, does he?
7: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he actually sewed my son's um uh ROT jr outfit last night because I don't know how to sew, so oh, okay, that's,
0: that's the cool. best. Yeah. I also have a man that is the sewer in the family, like, I'm not kidding you. When it came to the uh Girl Scout badgie things, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, he I was like, I I honestly would have to take it somewhere and get it done. I have no idea, and so Scott has been just like throwing so am on, incredible, That's awesome. How awesome. He sews. Yes, he sews buttons. He'll like like redo a hem. Yeah, I'm not kidding. He's amazing. Yeah.
3: But my favorite is when. The guy says, well, honey, you go out and have fun tonight. I'll babysit the kids. (laughs) That word babysit. You're parenting your children, right? Yeah, Jen and I
0: have hot
5: buttons (laughs) with with that one. And I think it's really fun. I just read an article written by this mom who went off, and I was like, you go, girl. She says, we need to change the thinking around this, that moms need help. It's not that moms need help because you know what? Not everything should be mom's responsibility to need help with to begin with. That it right. needs to be spread out so it's not all mom on mom. Yeah. It's not all her job and she needs help with her job. No. But you it's birthed that baby, job. Jen. That's your it's job. It's everybody's <laughs> job. <Yeah.
3: laughs> well, we're going to try to earn you $1,000 here. So that you can uh, increase your financial contribution to the household Yep. through your fast-thinking, sharp-witted, 1K letter-of-the-day skills. That's
7: right. I play every morning, so (laughs) I do it by myself. So I'm like, I did pretty good today, but, you know, some other days I don't.
3: (laughs) How do you typically do with vowels? Oh. Oh. Okay, That's, I guess we've had some of our biggest letters with the ball.
0: A and E, right?
5: A and E, I believe.
0: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, it says here you've got the letter. Oh! 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 Oh!
7: That's
5: o boy. too bad. Eh, yeah. you can do. O. I I think you can do it. No, you yeah. can
3: do it. Yep. We got thirty seconds on the clock. Huh. Focus. Focus.
5: Yeah, 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 yeah. I
3: won't start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question. We want you to get your full 30 seconds.
5: Okay, so here we go with the All letter right. O. Name something you do to save money. Uh, pass. Something you clean. Oven. S- a vegetable. Oh, olive. A candy bar. Oh, Henry. Something you bake. Uh pass a beverage Oh <laughs> pass a clothing brand Oh an yes. art supply. Man. Oh. Clothing brand oh. could have been no.
3: oshkosh. 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 Beverage, yeah. orange juice. Yeah. Orange, orange juice. juice, orange soda.
0: Yeah. Olive yeah. loaf, something you bake, but you, um. I don't know, you already kind of said olive before. Yeah.
3: Onions. About, Onions. That's a little onion dip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Onion. onion, <laughs> you onion vegetable begins with, oh, I always go for o- okra. Okra. Yeah. And then yeah. that way you got olives uh, in your yeah. pocket if you yeah. need like yeah. a condiment or something.
0: And onion. Right. Man.
3: Something you do to save money.
0: I know, I was having trouble with that one too i immediately was oh, just like pass open the store yeah. <laughs> i don't know yeah. uh-huh. open
3: your yeah open a, open a cd yeah there you go something you do
0: to save money <laughs>
3: mm. hey, open yeah. a
0: savings i don't know <sighs>
3: hey it was good effort
0: nice yeah. job leah <laughs> thanks All
7: yeah
3: right. do it again
7: Yep, I
0: will.
3: <laughs> you take care. Good luck to you.
2: You too.
7: Bye-bye. Bye.
2: Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.